All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. Guys, altplayground.net has had some amazing meet and greets going on and they have been so popular. In fact, the first few sold out so quickly. You had to RSVP to go to them and they were filled, which is awesome. So many people wanting to get together and connect with some like-minded people. So Alt Playground is now throwing even more meet and greets and they're at locations across the United States. So if you guys are interested in joining in the fun, head on over to altplayground.net. Check out their announcements portal, which is going to show you all of the different meet and greets available. And there's a lot of other stuff you're going to want to check out while you're there. For example, if you just want to see some awesome profiles in your area, you can. And one of the things that we really love about the profiles is that you can actually put up profile videos, not just photos. So it's a brand new way to test chemistry right from the beginning, see people's mannerisms, super fun. So once again, head on over to altplayground.net today. So it's been another interesting week at the Nudist Resort. It has indeed. We actually did something. I was really proud of us. We kind of stepped out of our comfort zone over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, we did. And we were invited to, we've been invited to a lot of things. These people are so freaking nice. They're so inviting. Very hospitable. But we do work a ton and we like to obviously leave once in a while too. So we we tend to not necessarily get involved in all the activities here, but we're like, you know what? We're going to fucking do it. We're going to get involved. We got invited to a very specific activity. I did not realize it was a nude poker run. I just thought it was a poker run. Well, to be fair... Everything here is basically nude. Yeah, I know. I'm an idiot for not. Well, I was. I had shorts and a t-shirt on, and you were wearing a, a sundress. Now, in all fairness, you had no panties on, but still. Or a bra, or a bra. No, no, you were you were pretty much, uh, you know, other than the the dress had nothing on, but everyone else was basically completely naked. And I guess just like everything else here, it's just you got to be naked. No, you don't have to be, but it certainly is the norm. Well, we show up and there's freaking 25 people doing this poker run and we're the only people with clothes on and it was a little fucking weird. And then I was like, okay, do I take my dress off because I have nothing underneath? And then I was like, no, it's weird because I didn't start nude. I don't know. I overthink the whole nude thing Well, you just get in our heads way too much. Well, the other thing is there is always something going on here. And like you said, we don't participate in a lot of it. Not because we don't like these people they're as nice as can be and there's a lot of lifestyle people here as we found out this weekend a lot of folks yes especially when you start seeing the clues right start seeing the flags the upside down pineapple towel on the chair the black rings the upside down pineapple tumbler the unicorn clips holding your towel on said chair yes so there's a lot of lifestyle folks here and we heard overheard many conversations yesterday at the pool so there's no question that we're in the right place but We don't always, I don't know, we don't do a great job of interacting with folks in these environments because, well, first of all, let's be honest. We had a terrible experience at the last nudist resort we were in. We were literally asked to leave within 30 seconds of parking our vehicle. So 
for us, if someone doesn't recognize us, we rarely will just go out and say anything because if you recognize us, we know that you know and you know that we know kind of thing, but we just don't want to have any issues. And But as it turns out, got a poly triad next to us, lots of lifestyle people at the pool on particularly Saturdays and yesterday was Sunday was insane. So I think we're okay. So I think we're going to start kind of getting involved a little bit more and being more comfortable. Yeah, but I also think we've decided that we're not necessarily going to fuck the people that live here because once again, like we talked about last week, that whole awkward thing of like, do you really want to fuck the person that you can see from your front step? Well, the only only caveat to that would be like yesterday, for example, lots of folks here who are not staying here. Yeah, they, they come, come for, for the, the weekend. Yeah, yep. come for the day, come for the weekend. That would be kind of a different situation. And you, I mean, at this point, I can identify them pretty quickly because everyone that like kind of stays here regularly is very recognizable. Yes. And there were a couple of attractive couples at the pool yesterday. Yeah, and for once, I was not the youngest person, which was no, kind of cool. No, for sure you weren't. And so, yeah, there, there's definitely some opportunities. There was certainly some flirtation going on between us and some folks. But you're always caught. I mean, I don't know. Maybe everyone isn't, but I certainly am always cautious about having conversations lifestyle related in front of people I don't know because you just don't ever know. Well, it's also different in this environment because it's not like we're at a swingers resort. This no. is a nudist resort that just happens to have lifestylers at it. Yeah, they're nude. They're lifestyle friendly or lifestyle adjacent, I guess you might say. Yeah, but I don't even know if a lot of them are that. They don't really like, not everyone here likes lifestylers. So it's no. this really weird contrast between two worlds. And I kind of feel like we're treading really lightly to not piss anyone off because we really don't want to get kicked down. We don't want to create enemies out of the people we live next to. So it's just a weird kind of environment. We definitely need to be more forward and, you know, just step out there a little more, which I think we did this weekend and I was proud of us. No, we definitely did. And, but like you said, you got to be careful because it's a terrible idea to have sex with the people you live near. I did that once in college, same, same apartment complex, fucking awful. I will never do that again. Yeah, well, to be fair, you were not. There's there's more to that story, folks. Oh, there's Brian, a, is, yeah. Brian is leaving a lot of elements out of that yeah, story. Yeah, there's a lot to that story. <laughs> Nonetheless, it ended poorly, and I would never do that again. And I've heard some real horror stories from friends who have done the same or similar. But yeah, this is a different situation. But I agree with you. We did step outside of our comfort zone, and it was fun. We had a great time. Uh, like everything here, for the most part, it, it ends either at the tiki bar or the pool, which is always a good time. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think we'll start getting involved a little bit more. Yeah, and we have some really fun stuff that we've been kind of planning and getting yeah. ready for. For example, we are like two weeks removed from Tampa Pride. Yes, which I'm, I'm so excited. Really excited for. We ordered outfits, and I've never actually been to like a legit Pride event. When I was in college, I went to like a dinky little parade yeah. in the town that I was going to college in, which you know is very progressive, but it's not very a big small. city at yeah. all. I had the opportunity to go to the one in Atlanta when I was in college years ago, and it was a good time. I mean, they painted. I'll never forget there was a, a fried chicken franchise that they painted uh, with a rainbow with the entire like side of the building during the parade. It was very cool. That is cool. Yeah. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it. I'm certainly looking forward to it. And I cannot wait to get out there and kind of interact with some really cool folks. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. We got to have another fun experience this week, which is that we got to meet and chat with and spend some time with another lifestyle podcast couple. Yes. And they were fucking badass. They were such nice people. So excited to have met them. I genuinely enjoyed their company. They were just, as you said, they're just really good people, fun. Uh, She is a blast. She is absolutely the life of the party. 
I mean, there's no question. Yeah, and he's just this very kind of thoughtful, interesting person. And yeah, I just so enjoyed meeting them. And it is the Accidental Swingers, Marina and Tristan. If you guys have not listened to their show, you should, if for no other reason than their origin story is fascinating. Yeah, well, But their have, whole show is just really great. You'll love it. Yeah, and they just have a unique perspective and outlook on sexuality in general. I think it's just, they're just a lot of fun. I thoroughly enjoyed having, uh, we had a couple of beers with them at a really cool brewery where we uh, near where we are. And we spent about three and a half hours with them. Time just flew. They were just super people. Yeah, I know. I looked at my phone and I was like, holy fuck. It was like almost 10 o'clock at night. We never do that. No, so. <laughs> no, they're, they're awesome. And they are actually going to join us in October at Podbash. Yes, I'm so excited for that. They are going to be there. And we also had some other podcasters that reached out and told us they are coming. And that yes. is the Friends with a Twist crew. Yeah, so excited. We have met half of that group, but all four of them are going to be joining us at Secrets Hideaway in Kissimmee, Florida in October. And that is awesome. Yes. And if you would like to join us, you are going to need to book a room soon because they're going very quickly. You can find all of the information at Pod Bash Event with no S, dot com. And yeah, we can't wait to meet you guys if you're coming out. There have been so many people signing up this week. It's really exciting to see. It really is. I'm just excited to have some more folks in the space out there. Friends with a Twist, Accidental Swingers. It's going to be great. They're just all awesome people. And that's really what we want. We want to be surrounded by awesome people and just have a fucking party. Yeah. So... That's exciting. Yes. So this week was also interesting for us because we took a little bit of a hiatus from lifestyle shit in terms of trying to meet people, trying to connect. I think we both just needed that kind of flush, right? To get all that shit out of our system and to focus on each other and focus on work. And I'm really glad we did that. But now we're ready to be sluts again. Well, and let me say this. We took a break for a number of reasons, right? We were fucking busy. We had a lot of sexy time. We needed to focus on some of the things we're doing. I have an amazing new project I'm getting ready to kick off with, of course, your assistance. Ah! I cannot wait for. Me too. It is going to be so fucking awesome. Uh, it's once again, we're, everything we're doing now at this point in our lives is about passion, everything we're passionate about, and turning it into something that matters to us. I cannot fucking wait. So stay tuned for that coming soon. Anyway, we did take a break and now we jump back in. And I have to tell you, I understand why I needed a fucking break. <laughs> because, and I, and th this is not single guy tip of the week. We haven't arrived there yet. Just wait. We got a doozy. However, the ladies I am corresponding with, they're not a whole lot better than the single dudes. They don't read bios either. Mm. I am on, we are on a number of different platforms, a number of different dating apps, let's call it, right? One of them is female centric. And my bio is crystal fucking clear about who we are and what we're about. There's no way you can not understand what this is kind of looking like should you want to have a conversation with me. Sure. I have, in the past two days, been contacted by a number of women. I am flattered because it's as many women that I have been reached out to by in such a short period of time. Oh, that's great. It really is. However. <laughs> but they're not all quality awesome. <laughs> it's not even that. They don't read. Oh. So as soon as we start to have a conversation that seems like they didn't read the bio, I'm like... Okay, so you do realize that I am a partnered person. We are ethically non-monogamous. We are pop. I go through the whole thing. And then it's like one woman sent me like seven question marks. Like, well, then why are you even married? I'm like, well, that's a standard question. And I kind of laid it out for her. And they could not be more rude, dismissive. It's insane how closed off they are. And by the way, these are age-appropriate women for me. 
40s to 50s. Yeah. It's unfucking believable. You don't read the bio. Just, just, and it's not even that long. It yeah. doesn't take so, long time. I have a suggestion for you because I've started doing it with the guys on like Tinder and shit. Yeah. I immediately lay that out like first message so that we're not wasting each other's time. Like, hey, I need to make sure that you read my bio and you understand I'm in a relationship and I'm a non-monogamous person. Yeah. And half the time they're like, no, thank you. And they move on. It's not that often with the guys. Usually the guys are totally okay they with don't me being non-monogamous. Yeah. But if you lay it out immediately, you're not wasting the fucking time. Not that they shouldn't be reading the bios. I'm just saying that I've learned that a lot. The way this whole concept of, and I mean, we've heard this before, we've spoken about it. The whole just you know, the swipe culture has fucked up the ability for people to comprehend the written word. It's crazy to me. These and these are seemingly educated, professional, successful women, you know, based on everything that you read about them and their occupations and all those things. Just read the four fucking sentences that stare you in the face when you see the picture. Well, dating sites in general have made us very lazy. Oh, it's fucking terrible. Especially when it comes to communicating with people, especially when it comes to communicating with people when it's just like a hookup, right? When it's not actually looking for a dating situation, it is even worse. It's like, I am just going to fucking throw it out there and I'm going to be a crazy person and I'm going to swipe a hundred times a day. And it's just, it it is what it is. It's the culture that we're in. And I totally understand why you're frustrated. And I'm also so glad that we took the time off that we did. And I think that you and I have collectively decided we're going to do that more often. We are. Because we just need that cleansing time. And I also really like the time that we focus on each other. Yeah, it's really important, especially because of everything that's going on with us. I mean, the traveling and all, working so much and, and the new projects. And it's easy to lose track of what's important, particularly if we're also, you know, fucking around on all these apps and dating sites. It's it's a full-time job. Yeah, you really do lose yourself in it. So we just needed the cleansing time. We took it. I think we have a better perspective of what we're looking for now. And in the last few days, having jump back into it it's actually been fun in some instances uh some not so much which we'll talk about shortly during single guide tip of the week but i have a very nice gentleman that i've been chatting with this week that asked me out on a legit date like he wants to take me out on a date well that's pretty evolved that's nice yeah at least you you know there's a win and he came up with a cool place that he thought i would really enjoy we're not in an area that has a lot of nicer restaurants or you know super cool bars but he found kind of a hidden gem i think from what i saw online and yeah hopefully we'll be able to make that happen it sounds like we might go out on wednesday nice well we got to do a little traveling to go someplace that like we are comfortable and want to be for sure but yeah listen it's a win it's absolutely a win it's difficult when people simply cannot wrap their heads around the idea of ethical non-monogamy. I just don't, it's hard to have a conversation with folks who don't get it. Yeah, but you're also on the vanilla sites. You have to keep that in mind. Like yeah. they're not on swinger sites. If they were on swinger sites and they were shitting on you for your decisions, that's one thing. But you have to expect that people who have been monogamous their entire lives yep. are not going to be evolved enough to understand who we are. No, certainly. Uh, yeah, I'm getting that. Totally getting that. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So unfortunately, anyway. I yeah. get who you are, and that's all that really fucking matters. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's funny because people are just so quick to, oh, well, you you know, you can't be happy in a relationship. You can't be attracted to each other. You don't really love one another. It's exhausting trying to explain this to people. Finally, I just stop. I just delete, gone onto the next. I yeah. just can't do it. It's not worth your emotional bandwidth. That's for sure. I, I, I don't. I don't. I can't afford the calories. I don't eat enough as it is. <laughs> so I'm not about to wear myself out trying to figure that out. Well, I've been having some luck, as I mentioned, but. I've also been running into a couple 
Very strange situations. So let me throw this out there. I am now realizing that at least with single men, I am no longer the young lady in the lifestyle. Of course, I'm not like the older woman in the lifestyle either. I'm somewhere in this in-between space. Well, you're 31 and apparently some gentleman thought you were going to be a cougar. So, of course, my question was, how old is he? Okay, so the first one, the first one that kind of weirded me out about this whole age thing is I was talking to a guy in his mid-20s and things got a little weird. He realized that I was 31 and then he started calling me mommy. Yeah, I I get it. Well, it's strange. Were you going to say you get it? Because no, you don't fucking get it. I guess it it depends (laughs) on the context, you know, and the... uh, uh, you know, there is there is a time and a place for that, I guess, but not, I don't think, the way he m- meant to say it. Okay, so you're telling me that you think it's okay for a man who's six years younger than me to start calling me mommy without asking my permission or consent or having a discussion with me about age play of any sort. Well, it's also not necessarily an age play thing. It could be a cultural thing. But that's not how it was spelled. See, I said oh, that to you different. too. Yeah. I was like, does he mean mommy like the Latin term for mommy? Like it's, you know, it's a sexy type of thing that's used? Yeah. No. Okay. That would be M-A-M-I. Yeah. Okay, this was M-O-M-M-Y. No, that's different. That that's, does, yeah, that's very different. That's ma- That's creepy mommy. That's well, not a, sexy mommy. That's a fetish, obviously, this guy clearly uh, has, but should have been discussed ahead and of time. And once again, totally fine. I am not shitting on anyone's fetishes, but you shouldn't just assume that I'm okay with you calling me mommy. And I do think it's weird that someone who's six years younger than me just throws that out there as if I'm so much older than him. Well, again, the, the age in a, in a fetish in that time type of fetish isn't really the the important thing honestly it's really just a it's role play more than anything but he should have had that conversation well it fucking weirded me out i was so out after that but the most recent one was just this just a couple days ago this gentleman reaches out on our instagram our instagram our fps instagram right and he's chatting with me back and forth he doesn't listen to our show he's just a single guy who sees that we are near him we posted at locations near where he's at right. and he reached out decided to have a conversation and it was actually going very well he sent some pg rated photos i was like okay he's handsome everything was on the right track right and then he says I'm really excited at the prospect of meeting you because I'm really into older women. And right. That was so my question, of course, was, well, how old a guy are you talking to? (laughs) So I asked him and he said he's 28. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll play along. How old do you think I am? And he said, I don't know, probably 36. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay, <That's... laughs> this is this is offensive for a few different reasons. Well, first of all, like when he said that to you and you told me that, I was like, well, how old is this guy? Because you're 31. You're not exactly in the realm of being a cougar. So how, what does he think older is? You guys could have went to high school together. Well, that's my whole thing. If you truly think that I'm 36, first of all, you're guessing that I'm five years older than I am. Which, which is never good. Yeah, you yeah. should never fucking do that. I'm immediately like, ugh, about the whole situation. Yeah, that's a free, I'm, that's a bonus single guy tip of the week. Don't fucking do that. I'm way too vain for that shit. Don't tell me I look five years older than I am. Right. <laughs> but on top of that, a 36-year-old woman when you're 28, I don't think constitutes as an old woman. Well, also, to be fair, people obviously that have met you know, in person, you look like you're in your 20s. 
Well, thank you. So, it, are you just trying even, to get laid tonight? Is that what's going on? I don't need that. I'm just saying. You, look, <laughs> you don't need to get laid tonight, or you don't need to compliment me to get I, laid. I don't need the compliments necessarily. <laughs> I feel like I got a sh- foot in the door. But, I, but the truth is, you don't look 31. People are often surprised that you're 30. You get ID'd everywhere, unless yeah. you're with me, in which case they're like, "She's not going to be with this old fuck. She's got to be <laughs> at least you know 30." But typically, you, you're constantly ID'd. Yeah. Well, I just found it very kind of off-putting. I didn't like it for a few reasons. First of all, like I said, yes, there is a vain part of me that doesn't like that you assume that I'm older than I am. That's something, that's a me thing. It's not necessarily a him thing. But you also shouldn't just jump out there with, I'm into older women when you have no idea how old I am. And the other thing is, I really don't like the fetishization of age. I know that I have done it a couple times in the past, but I'm not like, oh my God, I'm so into older. You know, it's not this weird fetishy thing that I'm doing. I just happen to be attracted to older men. And when an older man reaches out to me, I'm not like, oh, I'm so glad you're an older man because I'm just exclusively into older men. I just think that we need to get away from that type of mindset where you're just so focused on one specific thing about a person. I hate it the same way I hate when someone reaches out and is like, oh, I'm so into redheads. Because it immediately makes me think, okay, are you reaching out to me because you see my picture and I'm a redhead? Or because you actually saw something you like on my bio or you like something that's on my profile or whatever. Well, but you know, and what's funny, and I, and I agree with you, you know how I am with this stuff. I can't be engaged with someone, particularly physically or intimately, that I don't really have an attraction to or who isn't sincerely into me. If I don't feel that connection or that the person is truly, genuinely interested in me, then I, I can't, I just can't do it. It's not for me. However, you and I have had this conversation. When it comes to what we're looking for and you factor in all of the things that take place in our lives at this point, do we not want to open the door a little to some of this surface level, maybe attraction for the sake of having experiences that we would otherwise have missed out on? It's hard. No, I know. Listen, it's impossible for me. I'm asking you. I can't do it. I've tried. It's I was fucking terrible. Say, you have tried multiple times and it has crashed and burned. I just yeah. don't think we're those people. I'm out in like 10 fucking minutes. Like, okay, this is, yeah, this isn't going to work. So what you're basically saying is, does it not make sense for me to reach out to like super hot 40 year old men just because I want to have sex with a super hot 40 year old man and not really care about any of the extraneous stuff of who they are? Well, sure, because well, I say yes, but the truth is, you know, I can't do it. But what happens is if I'm sitting down with you, whoever the person is, regardless of how attractive a person this is, the minute I find out something about you that is not in alignment with how I feel, we're fucked. Well, I can't even get my head around depending it. on what it is. Like if you like fucking crunchy peanut butter, oh, I think it's gross. Well, I love crunchy peanut butter, as you know. So <laughs> you're gross. I know. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm talking about things that really matter from a social standpoint or from an ethical standpoint. Yeah, like if you're a homophobe or something, yeah, yeah that's a whole different oh, the, thing. Listen, you're getting on a whole other topic of people who don't, again, read bios. I've gotten that already from a number of women who have not read my bio that clearly says I am anything other than heterosexual. That's a That's a different conversation for another time. But yeah, I feel like I have difficulty with it. I definitely do. And I have to, I'm trying to work around it. But if something is so fucking glaring or something I feel really strongly about, I I, I can't do it. I can't pull the trigger because well, I instantly have this, I don't want to say it's a disdain, but we're at odds. I'm like, ah, I can't, you know, so can't here's, do it. Here's the real solution. We'll go out with people, but we won't speak to them. We'll just sit at <laughs> right. a bar and look at them right? and then go and have sex. That sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> 
a terrible fucking idea. Yeah. So what I'm saying is what you are wanting to do is impossible for us. It's totally fine for other people. No judgment well, if that's who you are. It's not who we are. Let me say let me say this. Depending on the situation, the environment, there might be a way for us to pull that off. And, th- and it's not in a situation where we're meeting someone for the first time in kind of a vanilla setting and getting to know them. What we also have to do, and we've discussed this, is when we're at events or some kind of a gathering of, of lifestyle folks in a group where it's appropriate, if meeting someone and being physical with them is an option, of course, all parties have consented and that's what everyone is there for, basically, then maybe there's a possibility because what you're working on at that point is purely attraction, right? Predominantly, it's attraction. And it's very unlikely that you're going to start talking about intimate subjects or sensitive subjects in that kind of environment. That might be the only way I have a chance of doing that. Yeah. But if I'm sitting across from someone and we're getting to know each other, in air quotes, and something that doesn't sit well with me comes out, I'm like, oh, fuck this. I, I, I I just turn off, instantly turn off. And it's not like I can hide those emotions. I know they can read. They can see it on my face. So I'm the first one to, to pull the plug and you know throw the anchor out. I'm like, eh, let's pump the brakes. This is not going to work. Well, that's how I feel when people call me mommy or say that they love older women I when I'm 31 years old. Yeah, I will totally not do that. <laughs> yeah, listen, I, I, if, if, if it works for you, then man, go after it. If it doesn't work for the person you're corresponding with, it's not a great plan. When you're talking about... <laughs> Is that the advice we're going with? Well, I would say, hey, let's have a conversation no, about some mean. of the things I'm interested in and yeah. see if you're receptive to them. Hey, I'm really into older women. Okay, cool. You're 28. I'm not necessarily an older woman. So like, let's not, let's steer away from that and focus on other things. Well, it's got to be reciprocated. I mean, if it's not something that works for both parties, then absolutely not. But if you're into something, there's no reason to throw out there, hey, this is something I really enjoy. Might you be interested in it? If not, it's not a deal breaker but I really do enjoy this type of play. That's a very simple conversation if you're if you're open and honest with each other. And provided the person you're talking to, again, is receptive, then great, all bets are off. But yeah, to just open with that or kind of do something like that without a warning or a conversation. To guess that I'm five years older than I am. Never a good idea. Go so fucking jump off a bridge. Yeah, <laughs> both. Yeah, two single guy <laughs> tips of the week. Can. Yeah, two single guy tips of the week. Do I, not ever overestimate a woman's age. You've got to be out of your fucking mind. <laughs> and absolutely talk about what it is you're interested in. During the initial phase of the conversation, do not assume, right? Just just don't assume. Yeah. It's terrible. It's a terrible plan. It's rarely going to work out. Agreed. Okay, so we have to get to a story today that yes. we have been savoring since it happened. If you guys remember last week, I talked a little bit about slutty Sunday that we had, where yeah. I just woke up one morning, and luckily I woke up... That morning, also knowing that we had a hotel room for the whole day where I could just be a giant slut and have a whole lot of fun. And that's exactly what I did. So we are going to share the first half of that slutty Sunday with you guys today. And it is a unique story. It is unlike anything that I've experienced in the lifestyle up to this point for a couple of different reasons. And we are going to share it very soon. But first, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. 
So you guys know that we love Promescence products. I wanted to highlight two of the ones that I personally have been using in the bedroom a lot lately. They have two different female arousal gels that I think are amazing. The first one is the warming gel, which of course provides that little warming sensation, just kicks up your play, whether it's with yourself or with a partner. But one of my favorite new products is the Buzzing Female Arousal Gel. It has this amazing buzzing sensation that just takes your pleasure to the next level. I personally love it during solo play with a vibrator and I'm telling you right now if you don't already use a buzzing female arousal gel this one is going to knock your socks off. So whether you are a male listener that has female partners you should definitely buy it for them. Ladies you should buy it for yourself whether it's to use by yourself or with a partner. You are going to love these gels. I use them almost daily at this point. In fact I've already gone through a tube of the buzzing female arousal gel. I have to buy another one and luckily for me Promescent has a discount code specifically for listeners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. If you go to promescent.com, that is P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com and use the promo code FPS15OFF, that's FPS150FF, you are going to get 15% off of your order. So again, head on over to promescent.com today. Check out their amazing wellness products. We know you'll love them as much as we do. He led me by just a few fingers through the dimly lit hallway. I could hear the sharp smack of a paddle and the soft clanking of change just beyond the walls. That is an intro to one of the amazingly sexy stories that you can find on the Dipsy app. Dipsy is an audio app filled with sensual, erotic stories to get you in the mood. And the best thing about Dipsy is that you can find stories based on a plethora of different tastes and moods. Plus, they have these great sleep stories that help you relax at the end of a crazy day day. I personally use Dipsy all the time to just let my mind go and focus on my pleasure for a few minutes during my crazy, hectic day, and I highly recommend that you do the same. And if you head to dipsystories.com FPS, you're going to get a 30-day free trial to check it out for yourself. We know you're going to love it. Dipsy does as well, which is again why if you head to dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A, stories.com FPS, you're going to get to try it out for 30 free days. DipsyStories.com slash FPS. So as mentioned, today's story is a little bit different than any story we've ever told before for a number of different reasons, and I'm really excited to talk about it because it was unique as fuck. <laughs> yeah, and I have very little knowledge of this. You did have to share with me some details right away because they were it was so interesting, a kind of a an encounter, but I don't have all the steamy stuff yet. <laughs> well, you're going to hear it. Trust me. Okay, so I put up an ad because we had a hotel room one yes. day, and I knew that I wanted to do something naughty. And I really did want it to be kind of a random encounter. I was into the idea of, for whatever reason that day, just doing something that I felt was extra taboo. So I didn't want it to be like one of our friends in the area. I wanted it to be someone new. And so I put up this ad looking for somebody. I specifically listed kind of some qualities that I wanted from them, similar to the discussion we just had. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, a little bit. So, you know, maybe I was the one being a little bit shallow in this situation. But I also, it was not like, oh, you have to be over six feet tall or anything like that. It was just some general idea of what I would like for this person to look like. Of course, I got a bajillion responses and most of them were horrible. There were a couple of really solid ones and the one I decided to kind of pursue really stuck out to me because the title of his response to my ad was, I have a very interesting career. 
Okay, that and could, I was yeah, like, right away you get your attention. Okay, I'm thinking porn star. I'm thinking, <laughs> like, I don't know. I had so many ideas running through my head of what it could possibly be. I did not come up with the right answer. So I, I respond back to him, and I'm like, okay, you have officially intrigued me. Tell me what your career is. And he said, I would really like to provide my services to you today as part of our play interaction if you're open to that. And I was like, okay, what services would those be? And he goes, well, I'm a professional massage therapist. Okay. I was like, oh, that's fucking hot. I'm in, yeah. Because immediately my mind went to, okay, we've all seen them, most of us anyway, the porns where it's like you're getting a hot massage from a really hot dude and he's like going up further and further and almost getting to your pussy or touching your ass and you're like squirming and then he totally touches you. Okay, so I've had hot masseuses and I've always hoped that that would happen. <laughs> and of course it never fucking happens because these Not are a legit massage <laughs> therapy are, uh, establishment i mean these are reputable <laughs> reputable massage therapists yeah, so if yes, you're in a rub and tug not a single one of them has ever touched my pussy yeah if you're in a rub and tug count for sure that's going to happen but you know if you're in a reputable place probably not yeah but also how many rub and tugs have hot men at them that's fair although let me say this let me let me sidetrack for just a moment i'm fairly certain that i was responsible for having a, a massage therapist fired once what for what? Well, she was really hot and I was getting a massage. I was a competitive athlete. I needed a, you know, massage. I would get one very regularly. The gal that typically would take care of me was not there and this lady stepped in and after the massage was over, she asked me out and I went out with her. Someone found out and they terminated her. They terminated her for asking. She didn't even touch your cock during the massage. I imagine. No, 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 no. I imagine they assumed that something must have happened because otherwise, why would we have gone out? She totally touched my cock on the date, but not uh, during the massage. That's no. ridiculous. I mean, it's not like she's a medical professional. It's not like she's your, you know, fucking. I don't know. What Must... is it called when they touch your balls to see if you have something? Well, she's a doctor, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> like a specific kind of doctor uh no I don't know. uh i think it's a general practitioner is what oh. i'm thinking yeah I... well women have like gynecologists so. oh you mean like a urologist yeah a urologist oh well a lot of doctors can touch your balls and you know check you out if you have a hernia that kind of thing yeah but if your urologist gets down and starts like sucking your cock that's a problem oh that's a yeah huge violation yeah for sure for any number of reasons but, but no, a that's massage not therapist yeah listen i guess they took it seriously and she i think what happened was she mentioned to someone that we went out and then it got back to whoever and then she lost her job Anyway, I felt pretty fucking bad about it, but she was super hot. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, everyone has those thoughts. Of, I mean, it's normal to be, you're naked. If the person who's touching you while you're naked is attractive to you, I think your mind immediately goes to those dirty places. And mine has every single time I've gotten a massage from a hot guy. So this guy reaches out, tells me he's a massage therapist and wants to touch me and wants it to lead to sex. And I'm like, Fuck yes. Why would I not take advantage of this? Yeah, that's what porns are made of. <laughs> Fuck yes. So he is, tells me he's going to bring a bed to our hotel room and massage me and then we're going to play afterwards. I was bringing props. That's legit. Yes. Okay. So I'm all fucking anxious for this. You and I were actually sitting out by the pool and I told you like a half hour before he was getting there. I didn't tell you ahead of time any of this was going no, down. No, no. 
about a half hour before, I said, I'm going to need to be at the room at this time. I think it was like two o'clock or something. Well, you, you know, let's, let me back up a second. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, you had this narrowed down to two candidates. I did. Because you asked me a random question, <laughs> which was, if you had a choice, would you want to play with someone who was going to give you a, like a licensed massage therapist or someone with an Australian accent? <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I said, I got to go with the massage therapist. I mean, the accent's hot and all, but if I'm going to get a, like, a legit massage, yeah, I'm in. So, <laughs> Well, I was trying to find a way to make both work, but schedule-wise, it was kind of a one or the other situation. Right. So I really, I had to go with the massage therapist. Yeah. It was just too good of a, of a thing to... It was like a fantasy to check off, you know? Right. So I tell you that I'm going to go to the room. It's time to go. I go. I tell him ahead of time that I'm just going to be in a towel when he gets there. So he shows up to the room. He looks exactly like his picture. He's this tall brunette man he's dark beautiful eyes just very attractive guy and he's super chill and i'm like okay this is good he's very well dressed very well put together grooms like his face is shaven how old a guy are we talking about here i think he was probably late 30s okay so and just very attractive tall kind of uh lean my typical type you know and we he comes in the door and he's bring he brought in this little briefcase type thing and he tells me he didn't bring his whole table because he was coming from an hour away i should also mention that he drove an hour to make this happen so he's like i didn't want to you know load it up and load it out and i didn't know how hard it was it was going to be to get to your hotel room so i just brought one that's more portable i was like cool so he lays a couple of towels down on the bed and he's very very he's really taking the time to set this whole thing up yeah it's what he does so i'm sure he's doing it the right way exactly it's legitimately like i'm going in for a massage he's telling me about the different oils and he's like i'd like to warm this up for you he asked for a bowl so he can put his little bottle in the bowl it's this very kind of cool glass thing you can tell it's a legit thing that he uses for for legit massages and so he puts the the sheets and the towels down on the bed and he has me lay first face up and he has this thing it's like a it's almost like a an inner tube you know how yeah. like on a massage table you stick your head through the hole yeah like the pillow with the hole, the hole cut out yeah but this is like a, a blow-up pillow almost and he puts a wrap around it and then it it attaches into this board that slides in between the bed and the bed box spring. Yeah, got it. Yeah. So it's like a legit table that hangs off the edge of the bed. Right. I was so impressed with it. I was like, this is fucking cool. So I lay on my back. I kind of unwrap the towel, but I'm I'm still toweled up at this point, right? He hasn't seen any of anything. It's like I'm legit receiving a massage. Right. And he starts massaging me and he's talking to me while he's doing it. And I find out that he lives two hours from where we used to live. Oh, which, no shit. Which also comes... Did I not tell you this whole no. thing? Oh, okay. So yes, he lives and works two hours from where we used to live. Wow. In Montana. Well, in Wyoming. Yeah, but but still two hours. He works at a a resort there. Oh, that's right. No, no, you did tell me because the town he lived in was is fucking beautiful. Yes. Okay. So we're talking, we're we're connecting. He's really cool. He's providing me the most delightful fucking massage I have ever received in my entire life. And I don't know if it's because he was just that good or if because in the back of my mind the entire time I'm thinking he's eventually going to fucking touch my pussy. Well, that's the whole thing, right? You know that the fantasy is coming true. If ever a massage therapist is going to touch your vagina, it's going to be now. Yeah, and there's all of this fucking anticipation. And so there's at one point where he kind of hikes up the towel and starts rubbing on my thighs and he's getting dangerously close to my pussy. So of course i'm like just barely spreading my legs more and more like yes touch it touch it 
You could probably feel the heat coming off of it. Oh, totally. I'm sure. And I'm sure the look on my face, too, because I kept opening my eyes and looking at him. And I'm sure the look on my face was like, are you going to fucking touch my pussy already? Why are your fingers not on my pussy? He probably gets that a lot. (laughs) So that lasted for quite a while, but he did not touch my pussy. Wow. He was teasing. Quite the pro. Yes. And so he tells me to turn over. So I'm now turned over. My face is down in this inner tube thing. Right. And he's massaging my back. Once again, I still have the towel on. And it's amazing. And he also, at one point, this is where I can tell, okay, we we really are going to get naughty here. It's not just a free massage that I'm getting. Right. Because he kind of straddles one of my legs while he's massaging my back and kind of going down onto my hips. And then he goes down onto my legs, onto my butt. And then he teases me again, kind of pushes the towel back up and stops straddling my leg. And I'm like, what the fuck? But then almost immediately, he brings both of his hands up one of my thighs and starts grazing my pussy. Uh, He had a plan. He knew he was building that anticipation. It was so fucking hot. And I told him as much. I was like, you know exactly what you're doing to me right now, don't you? And he's like, yes, and I'm loving it. Yeah, of course. Because this is one (laughs) probably for him as well. It's like the one time that this is actually, probably not the one time, but certainly it's actually going to happen where he's typically massaging someone potentially he's really attracted to. He knows full well he can't touch her pussy, but today... He absolutely can. He's been thinking, he's been, this is something he's working on. So this entire time, he's been very kind of communicative with me and it did not seem sexual. Like all of our conversation leading up to that point was very much logistics, where he lives, why he's here, why he reached out to me on my ad, like just all of that kind of stuff. And it wasn't until he started touching my pussy while he's massaging my thighs that he starts talking dirty to me. Very dirty. Really? Such as? Like, oh, you have such a nice pussy. I love that you're your pussy is clean shaven and he starts kind of playing with it more and he's like how does that feel right there and oh it was just so fucking hot nice. so then i start talking really dirty back to him and i'm i'm fairly good with the dirty talk but i was shocked at how comfortable i was in this whole situation well you're I, fucking relaxed i'm sure i think that's what it was i think i was just so out of my head i was not overthinking anything i was just going with all of it so you know he's like what how does that feel for you right there i'm like oh it feels so good but it feel even better if you stuck a couple of fingers inside of me wow very (laughs) unlike you i know and so he did and it was fucking hot because he's playing with my pussy at the same time that he's like continuing to massage me he kind of pumped more massage oil into his hand at one point and is fingering me while he's rubbing my ass and massaging my ass oh my god it felt so fucking good it was a amazing there's this little spot that i didn't realize i think i i have realized this because you and i have kind of played with this a couple of times but if you put thumbs kind of under my ass not on my ass hole but like almost to it and Mm -hmm. apply pressure it feels fucking phenomenal yes and he realized that because i started moaning like crazy so he was doing that and then he'd switch hands and do it on the other side so he's fingering me at the same time that he's putting pressure right where i want pressure on my ass it was fucking mind-blowing it was so fucking hot so basically the it sounds like the two of you were fulfilling a fantasy. Now, I have to imagine this is probably not his first rodeo with this, but still. <laughs> I think this is his game. Oh, for sure. Well, yeah, this is how he relieves that stress of, you know, and that buildup from doing this professionally and not being able to touch pussy. You know, I'm, I'm listen, I applaud the whole thing. I, the project sounds amazing. Yeah, I agree. I'm not shitting on it at all. I how think could it's you? great. <laughs> yeah, I know, because it worked on me. Yeah. <laughs> 
Good for him. So this goes on for quite a while. Once again, he is completely clothed during this entire thing. I have not touched his cock in any way, shape, or form. He tells me to get up on all fours. So I do, and he starts licking me from behind. Oh, nice. Really fucking nice, okay? So I assumed we were going from that to sex. Okay. Because he's licking me from behind. He's licking on my clit. He's making my legs shake because he's really fucking good at it. Everything's going really well. He's continuing to kind of knead and massage my thighs and ass while he's licking me from behind. Fucking amazing. So I assume he's going to get a condom and start fucking me. And instead, he tells me to lay back down and continues to massage me. So you're on your stomach now? Yes, I'm okay. I'm on my stomach. My head is back through the inner tube thing. He's continuing to massage. And then he gets right up by my ear and whispers in my ear, are you ready for me to fuck you now? Wow. And I was like, yes. <laughs> he didn't even need to ask. I already know the answer. So I'm like, should I get up? And he's like, no, stay exactly where you're at. So he peels the towel off of me. So I'm now laying there naked. On your I'm stomach. on my stomach. And he puts on a condom. I specifically asked, are you putting on a condom? He said, yes. He then enters me from behind and starts fucking me. Zero foreplay on my end towards him. Wow. Which I was very surprised by. I would totally have provided it. I assumed, like I said, that after he licked my pussy, I was going to suck his cock, but he didn't want that. So I'm laying on my stomach. He's fucking me. He enters me from behind. It is fucking phenomenal. He has a really nice cock, which once again, I haven't seen. I don't even know what his cock looks like. I just know that it feels really nice. You don't even know what he looks like naked at this point, I'm no, guessing, right? No, no. I mean, he's at this point, he's naked. I could hear him get undressed behind me, but I don't know what he looks like so (laughs) he starts fucking me from behind and it's like hard and rough and he asked me a couple times like is this okay is do you like it like this and i'm like fuck yes i do harder (laughs) now is your ass up in the air are you flat on? no i am flat down on my stomach okay and so he's fucking me and we are fucking for maybe two to three minutes and He's like, I'm going to come. And I'm like, what? Okay. Yeah, this is the part you told me about. (laughs) So he comes and he comes loud, which was hot. It was hot, even though it was so quick. It was was very kind of intense. I mean, he's gripping me while he's coming and he's just moaning like crazy, making all of these super sexy noises and just kind of releases his weight onto me. And he pulls out of me and... I assume that that's going to be the end of it, which honestly, I'm not disappointed by. I mean, I haven't come at that point, but it was hot. I mean, the whole thing was really sexy. Then and you got a massage. I got a damn this thing. amazing free fucking massage. So I'm not being pissy about it at all. But we kind of end and I get up and ask him if he wants something to drink. He says, yes, I pour him a drink. We're just kind of standing there for a couple of minutes. And he's like, are you ready for round two? And this is literally like five minutes after he came the first time. Quick recovery. And I was like, okay, (laughs) sure. (laughs) He's like, okay, lay down on your back. So I get on the bed and I spread my legs and he starts licking me again. And he is fucking phenomenal with his tongue. Fucking great. And he's swirling it all over the place. He's sticking his fingers in at the same time that he's licking my clit and sucking on it. And... He made me come so hard, so hard, like whole body shaking kind of hard. And it was really sexy because you can tell he has a little bit of that dominant energy because he's holding my thighs while he is just making me come with his mouth. And I told him to stop at one point and he's like, just trust me for a second and continue to lick. And usually I'd be kind of annoyed at that, but it was fucking hot because it really did extend my orgasm. Well, at that point, you I mean, your orgasm must have been strong because I'm sure you were prepared 
prepared to have an orgasm while I was fucking you. And there's just that length of time that went by had to just be huge buildup. On top of this hot guy massaging me for a fucking half hour, 40 minutes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I came really, really hard. And then he puts on another condom and he starts fucking me on top. So he's hard now. He's hard. He's rock hard. And once again, I have not sucked his cock. I have not touched his cock. Nothing. Wow. So he's rock hard. He gets on top of me. He enters me. He kind of props my legs up on his elbows almost so they're they're kind of up and over his arms right and he is just banging the shit out of me and i'm thinking in my head like awesome like now we're really gonna have some fun together now we're really gonna get to the play i'm expecting this to last a while because he just came right. i mean at this point it's literally been 10 minutes since he last came wow. okay not an exaggeration 90 seconds later he comes again <laughs> That's so crazy. And I think he came harder than he did the first time. I mean, it was like whole bed shaking. His legs are shaking. He is just moaning like crazy. That's some interesting physiology. I'm I'm so intrigued. I am too. And so <laughs> he comes and he's like, I'm really sorry. I probably should have jerked one off before I came over here. I was just so excited by this whole thing. And I think you're really sexy. And so there was a part of me that was kind of peeved at first. I was like, really? I mean, it was a legit four minutes max of actual fucking. Wow. But then the other part of me is like, the experience itself was amazing. I really can't be upset. And I also think well, that this unique. is... This is probably a guy who understands that he's quick on the trigger and therefore he is willing to kind of use the tools in his arsenal to get you where you want to be, even if it's not penetration, right? Right, right? Like the massage was great. He obviously has great oral skills. He has honed that ability to make you come with his mouth, which is something that not every guy can do. So I think I was upset unjustifiably well chances are the whole idea of him providing the massage first is as you said it's part of the plan because he knows you know he's going to come really quickly and at least with that piece of play there's certainly some pleasure and i'd be surprised if he wasn't able to bring a lot of women to orgasm during the massage piece of that yeah, probably. You know? Absolutely. I mean, so, his fingering and everything was great. Yeah. And the fact that he was able to do that and still massage at the same time and have kind of the dexterity to do both without it being awkward. I'm too ADD for that. There's no fucking way. Oh, me too. I would never be able to. So I was impressed. And so I, I'm talking to him. I'm, you know, I'm telling him it's no big deal. I really enjoyed that experience. Great massage. Thank you so much. We talk about the fact that if we're ever back where we live, you know, maybe we'll be able to connect because he technically lives two hours from my hometown. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, and he was a great guy. He was super respectful. I walked him to the door. We got all of his shit cleaned up, I should say. Then I, I walked him to the door and, and he was like, I really hope that you enjoyed that. I, I came all this way because I truly wanted you to enjoy the experience. And, and I did. And I told him, thank you. And he left and I got myself cleaned up and I came and found you at the pool. And this is where I was being a little bit of a spoiled brat at first because I came back and the only thing I really told you was that he came twice in like four minutes yeah and i was of course at that point i'm like well this doesn't sound like an amazing experience <laughs> although i was intrigued at the idea that he came twice so quickly but i thought well okay surely this can't be that great but at the same time you were elated about it you were all smiles you see, clearly enjoyed it you told me that you got a massage but didn't go into detail i'm like well this doesn't sound terrible i'm confused 
It so, wasn't terrible. That's the whole thing. I was very focused on, and I really want to break this about myself. It's something I want to learn to stop being so fucking focused on. Is like, I, and in general, I mean, people are just so hyper focused on vaginal penetration when it comes to sex between a man and a woman, and that's the most important thing. And that's how you know that should be the culmination of everything. And I want to get away from that because this was proof, this experience was proof that it doesn't have to be that way for it to be a pleasurable and mutually beneficial experience. Well, you and I have have talked about this and we've played with this idea of you and I just satisfying each other without penetration. Yes. In fact, we did it last night. Yeah, we did. So getting into in the rhythm of doing that, or certainly not a, I don't want to say a habit necessarily, but being able to provide that pleasure for each other without the pressure of absolutely having to have intercourse, I think will make it easier for us to open our minds up to that going forward with our other partners. Well, not only that, but I think that there's a lot of variety to be had in sex. I think the problem with a lot of the partners I've had in the past is they're so focused on sticking their cock inside of me as quickly as humanly possible that the the foreplay goes out the window, all of the fun, silly elements that I love about sex go out the window, the teasing, the lingerie, the touching, the kissing, none of that matters because the end goal is them sticking their cock inside of me as quickly as humanly possible. And this is a guy who didn't do that. And I assume, I didn't ask, but I assume it's because he knows that if he goes straight to fucking, it's going to be a four or five minute experience and that's the end of it. Yeah, the truth is it's really kind of nice on his part. It was really thoughtful, or I, I guess that's just how he's wired. He knows this about himself. He's obviously attuned to it and provides all of this play and foreplay and pleasure prior to sex, knowing full well that at the, you know the end result is probably he's going to be quick on the draw. So again, he doesn't have to do that. This was a one-time thing. He could have showed up, had four minutes of, se- of sex and left. doesn't sound like that's his MO. I think he genuinely wants to be able to provide pleasure for whomever he's with. That came across. So how long, I don't even remember, how long did this entire interaction take? Close to an hour, but you have to remember. I was going to say like 40 minutes or something. At least 35 minutes of it was completely non-sexual touching. I mean, granted, I'm naked, so it's not completely non-sexual considering that the goal of this is sex. But the first 35 minutes were him not touching any of my erogenous zones. Yeah, I remember I was at the pool and I almost, I think I kind of dozed off. I'm like, wow, how, how long has it been? So yeah, it was a pretty lengthy period of time, but that just goes to again just how thoughtful the guy is and and you know forward thinking like i'm really going to provide an experience it may not be 30 minutes of ground pounding sex (laughs) but i'm going to provide legitimately provide a service and provide pleasure in other ways which i think is really admirable and again you and i have been talking about it we are earnestly trying to do that with one another i think it's a, a great experiment yeah. So this is unique for a lot of different reasons. First of all, it was one of two experiences in one day because I will say, even though I just said that I liked that it wasn't all about the penetration, I was kind of craving it after this interaction. Right. Luckily, I have a whole second half of that day to talk about, which was a lot of penetration. And you're going to hear about that soon. Well, with on the heels of it's not all about the penetration, there are times when that's exactly what you want. Like you don't even want foreplay. You don't want to be licked 
or touched or kissed, you just wouldn't be fucked. Sometimes, yeah. I'm definitely so, in the mood for that sometimes. The, the second interaction was everything rolled up into one. It is one of my favorite experiences I've had in a very long time, so I'm excited to talk about that. But the second reason that this was so unique is because this was a unique experience. He created an atmosphere that I have never experienced during sex before. It was something that taught me how awesome it is to be relaxed during an interaction and to have somebody actually care to put me in that mindset before they just start fucking playing with my pussy well this day there was a number of firsts as well on this day because your second interaction all i basically know about that is where it took place (laughs) was in a place where you and i would not typically think about having sex it's not in our wheelhouse yeah oh my god it's gonna be fun i can't wait to tell that story so we'll have that for you guys shortly but yeah i really hope that you guys enjoyed my sexy masseuse story i got to check something a little bit off my fuck it list which uh is always a good thing i'm always looking to do that and i i never want it to seem as if it's like conquering certain things it's more so just i like variety and i like that this was something so different than i've done in the past well it's what we're here for right it's what we do we want we want a variance we don't always want the same thing we want to go down a different path this was certainly unique i i like the idea that it happened and that you found like the real positive in this because i think Brenna two years ago would have been pissed. <laughs> I think so too. You know, Brenna a year ago might have been pissed. Yeah, maybe. You know, because I think we've been we've uh, we talk about this a lot. We have been spoiled. You know, we've had some amazing experiences with a lot of our amazing partners, lifelong friends. Now at this point, so when something doesn't go according to plan, basically how we think it should go, a lot of times we're like a little fucked off. But we've got to open our minds up a little bit to having different experiences and really just appreciating the fact that someone wants to be naked with us. Yeah. That's how I'm looking at it. Not only that, but somebody wants to drive an hour, set this whole thing up for me, put in all this fucking effort. That really did mean a lot to me. And I'm glad that he reached out and responded and we had this time together. It was very cool. Yeah. Speaks to the kind of person that he is. That's a big deal. It's a lot of effort, man. There's no doubt. No guarantee for connection. No guarantee that you were going to be happy and and really enjoy yourself. But he went to that effort. You know, kudos to him. That's a that's a single guy tip right there. Are you turned on right now? Yeah, it's very hot. <laughs> I yeah. figured you would like this. Yeah, very hot. Yeah, it's how could you not be turned on? Who the fuck isn't turned on? I want send me a message if you're not turned on by that conversation. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I dig it. Yeah, I dig it as well. And I also really dig our Patreon members. They are what make it possible for us to do what we do because they sponsor our show. So if you are a fan of the show, if you listen every week and you enjoy what we're doing, you want to see us continue to expand and do some new projects, we would love for you to consider sponsoring the show at patreon.com slash front porch swingers. You can do so for as little as $2 per month and we offer all sorts of bonuses as a thank you for sponsoring the show. For example, we've had some really fun bonus episodes lately. We have some really fun things planned for the future as well that you're never going to hear on the regular podcast. So if you're interested in that, patreon.com slash front porch swingers and a very big thank you to the newest members of our Patreon community who are Kenny, Swinger Couple 81, Danielle, and Leela. Thank you guys so much for joining us there. Yeah, and there is going to be a new bonus for our patrons. Yes! Coming soon. Part of my new project. Fucking pumped. Oh, I'm excited for that as well. Patrons are going to benefit first and foremost. I cannot fucking wait. I have had a couple of really fun shoots I've been doing for our OnlyFans. The last one was a very sexy whipped cream shoot. I helped. 
Yeah, you did. You made sure that I didn't drop whipped cream all over the fucking carpet. Uh, I did, but <laughs> you you helped minimize it. It was a very fun shoot, and we'd love for you to check that out along with other sexy videos and pictures and audio and all sorts of stuff at OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. Of course, we would love if you would also join us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers and Instagram at FPS Pod Media. And don't forget to check out PodBashEvent.com to join us in October at Secrets Hideaway and also our YouTube channel called Front Porch Swingers. We'd love for you to subscribe there if you're not already. Am I missing anything? I don't think so. You hit it all. And really, Podbash, if you guys are interested, do not hesitate. We've got so many cool fucking people signed up. I really can't wait. I am jonesing for October. People are reaching out. They cannot wait. Yeah, people have like countdowns on their phones and everything. I think I'm going to do it too, although it's a little bit of masochistic torture waiting that long. It definitely is. (laughs) All right, guys. And as mentioned, we are going to be sharing some very sexy stories with you very soon, including the second half of today's story, the the sexy, naughty... Slutty Sunday. Yes. (laughs) I have a slutty day I cannot wait to talk about. I was just corresponding with said young lady uh, before we started recording. She's so hot. I'm so excited to hear it too. So join us again every single Monday. And until then, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. Don't forget to find us on altplayground.net. Alt Playground is an amazing open community for non-monogamous and sexually open people to connect, share, and create new adventures together. They have 20 years of experience as a regional open lifestyle website, but now they're rolling out nationally, and they're including so many amazing features, including the podcast corner, which we're very excited to be on. There are going to be videos from your favorite sex-positive folks, and also it's a great place to just connect with sexy, like-minded people. So we hope you'll come check us out at Alt Playground dot net today.